Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's the Melchester Odyssey once again. We're going to try to cover the story that we attempted last week, but failed to uh, get anywhere near. It's the... What did we talk about last week then? Do you remember? I can't actually remember. I'll have a quick look at the... um, the description of what it was that we did. Uh, da, 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 da. Melchester Odyssey. Um, I, I mean, you know, we, we sometimes... This has happened quite a lot recently. We get messages and tweets from people who are listening... Who, not, yeah. who aren't IFS, who listen to the ones from nine months ago and referencing things we said nine months ago. God, Jesus Christ. We've got no idea what we said last week, never mind nine months ago. Sometimes at the it's end gibberish. of a podcast, I can't remember what I said earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Um, last week it was um, Russell Crowe's Lager Bath. Oh. And something, it says here, Dog Var. I don't remember what that was. Bath uh, Dogs, yeah, sounds about right. Mud Plans, which I think will have been the, the plans to do the, uh, the Mud uh, podcast that we've done. Yeah. Um... So anyway, I have in my left hand the 16th of April 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. Oh, We've my 8th birthday. Oh, was it? Don't many happy returns yeah, past well Sam. Well done, Sam. <clears throat> Did I tell you that, that um, every birthday my name was incorrectly printed in the Sunderland Echo newspaper? Because really? Because there was this thing called the Chipper Club, which was run by a cartoon dog called Chipper. Yeah, and it was the page in the paper that had uh, cartoon strips and you know birthday greetings for kids. It was the kids' page, and every yeah. year my birthday was in there because I was a member of the Chipper Club, and it said Andrea Dawson. Fuck, is some cunt's trying to troll you there? How can you get Probably Andy not. wrong or Andrew? Well, it was wrong. Andrew. It was Andrew, wasn't it? And they've either misread. The, nah, the, I'm not having the, that. Some the cunt form. at the Chipper Club, nah, whether nah, it was I Chipper himself so. or one of his underlings, well, well, it, is trying I, to take I, the I, piss. I assumed it was Chipper himself because it was his club, wasn't it? I assumed they did the admin. Um, no, nah, it, it'll have been someone who's misread the form or mis, mistyped it into the data, the database. Mm. Mm. Um, but the thing that bugs me now, with hindsight... This went on for years and years. Why did my parents not get in touch with the Sunderland Echo and get them to change it? Quite. Every year it was in. And we'd open up the newspaper and there it was again. 12th of July, every year. Uh, Birthday wishes. Andrea Dawson. Regular as clockwork. They've called you Andrea again. They think you're a lass. Year after, Andrea Dawson. Did anyone at school pick up on this? Because that could have been nightmarish. No. No, I kept it under my hat. And nobody noticed. So, um... At school, the level of humour would be, uh, and the sort of level of kind of bullying was like, if you were referred to by a girl's name in a newspaper, that meant that Mm. you were a girl, you loved wearing girls' knickers, 
Yeah. You had only girls' toys at home. You love kissing boys. You love kissing boys. And this would all have, like, stuck for up to a decade. Mm-hmm. Here he comes. Here's Andrea. Mm-hmm. For fuck's sake, yeah. it was just a misprint. Ah, Andrea. That's his real name. It's fact. It was in the paper. It's in the paper. Yeah. So, Fucking hell. Yeah, that, that stuck with me. So let's not talk about childhood birthdays. Um, 16th of April, 1983. And is that uh, why to this day you don't celebrate your birthday? That's exactly why, yeah. <laughs> you don't acknowledge it? Don't you don't, acknowledge you've, you've forgotten Nothing. when it actually is? Nothing. Actually, my birthday is the only day when I wear my pink, pink frilly knickers. <laughs> when Andrea comes out to play. Yeah. <laughs> Figure that out. <laughs> so we'd already touched on the front cover, which has a maniacal sliding tackle foul with a great look of glee on the uh, on the player that does the tackle, on Merv Wallace, poor Merv Wallace. Um, so there we've got um, inside... It says, uh, unhappy with mounting criticism of his team management, Roy Race was still considering a fabulous offer. Oh, this offer is simply fabulous. One to, word for this one, Blackie. <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> to become player manager of Walford. Then, not the Walford from EastEnders, although it may have been named after Walford from yeah. Roy the Rovers. Then, against lowly Redstoke, Roy took Charlie Carter's place in goal and was hurt whilst making a save with the score at 2-2. It pivots on a knife edge. And Roy is lying face down in the penalty box, um, wearing Charlie Carter's shirt and gloves. Um, and this is as far as we got, wasn't it? Noel Baxter shouted, Ref, hold it! Roy's flat out! <laughs> and he sounds a lot like the Lampards in the crowd because they're shouting, Stop the game! Someone <laughs> boot the ball into touch! <laughs> uh, there's adverts on the... Um, the advertising hoardings at the side of the pitch as well for, uh, among others, Parkinson's and Wilson's. Don't know what they were. Um, so Roy is uh, fucked. The referees are in the opposite direction. He's not even looking at him. Uh, and it says, but the referee is following the player. Sorry. The referee is following the play and Mervyn Wallace is following the ball. That's something you'd never say, ever, at a football match. It, that reminds um, me of that Maltese ad. The theatre is full, but I am not. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I do now. Um, neither of them realises what's happened. So Roy's flat out unconscious and no one gives a fuck. Mervyn had been ordered to create as much havoc as possible. That's right, he came on, didn't he? And, uh, cause he havoc. Told, cause Any havoc. Sort of Get up down the left. And then that tackle that we see on the front cover is replicated from a different angle. Look at that. It's a two-footed mid-air lunge. And he scissored Merv Wallace's ankles. That Have that, is, con. Now, that is straight red. Probably a seven-match ban subsequently. Yeah. Uh, maybe a police investigation. Um, back then. Well, he's given a free kick, but he, he probably hasn't carded him. Um, and Merv Wallace goes oh, ah! <laughs> they've stopped him this time with a late tackle now the trainer can attend to Roy 
the guy who tackles him is genuinely about three foot in the air. I mean, this is, is this is like. Do you yeah. remember that film, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where they just yeah. do kung fu but in the sky because yeah. they're so fucking advanced. That's what this is like. In midair. Yeah. These two. These, these. This bloke has taken off like a fucking rocket. And yeah. they're both in midair. It's it's the most spectacular it's incredible. tackle ever. An amazing physical feat. And he's got all those lines behind his legs and his back that suggest um, a, lot, a lot of speed and power and energy has yeah. gone into this challenge. Yeah. He's, he's literally flying. He's literally flying. Um, so the trainer is going to come on to attend to Roy, which, of course, would be Taffy Morgan. But no. Because down at the other end, Roy is sitting up, holding his head. Uh, There's no need. Look, Racy's recovered. He's going to be okay. David Skew's like, I can't be fucking bothered to draw Taffy Morgan as well as everything else. I've just spent three hours on that tackle (laughs) in the previous panel. I'm not starting from scratch on a Taffy Morgan. That was the fucking... I'll tell you what, that drawing, that's taken it out of me. That's the main drawing this year. I can't see myself doing another drawing like that for the rest of the year. I quite like that, uh, taken and blown up and framed, actually. Yeah. That's brilliant. It's not just the physical strain on my hand, my drawing hand. It was the emotional strain of drawing such a harrowing scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, that, that fucking photographer who processed his own fo- war f- photos and they were that fucking horrific, he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story isn't it Kevin isn't that what that's, the song by the Mannix is about yeah Kevin Carter that's right, developed yeah. his own photos took one look at them and thought fuck this I'm checking out yeah yeah exactly we've all been to snappy snaps that. after a holiday collected your photos and yeah. seen like you're basically much fatter than you imagined you were when you're in your shorts yeah. by the pool and you do I wouldn't say you feel suicidal but you, you it really kind of Hits you, knocks you for six, doesn't it? Totally. All the red eye and the bad exposure and all that. Yeah. You know, you used to get your photos back from Snappy Snaps or Boots or whatever, and they put stickers on them telling you what was wrong with them, giving you fucking <laughs> photography advice. Exposure too low, exposure too high. Red eye. Fucking, yeah, wobbly, wobbly frame or something. Yeah. Wobbly off. hand. Keep yeah. more still whilst taking photographs. <laughs> Maybe that's how I want it to look, you cunt. Also, in this one, in this one, you have a pronounced paunch. Perhaps lay off the chips next time. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Fucking tell him. Boots reported a newsreader to the police because she had photographs of her kid in the bath. Yeah, that was was Julia Somerville. That was fucking. Was it Somerville? I think it was Julia. Might have been. Yeah. Someone like that. Anyway, whoever it was, that's not on. I remember feeling really bad for that newsreader. Yeah. Um, anyway. Fucking uh, so boots. That- Snappy snaps. It's a rip-off anyway, mate. Do the one where you send it off. It takes a week to come oh, back. Oh, yeah. But it's much cheaper. It'll much cost cheaper. you like two quid yeah. or something. <laughs> when was the last time you had some photographs developed? <laughs> I don't know, but now I really want to. <laughs> I'd pay extra and get them done in an hour. Going out of boots. Yeah, you, you can go and get an hour turnaround in snappy snaps, but I just don't think. It, and also, there's something exciting about waiting for them to come back in the post. My photographs <laughs> have arrived. Gather round. <laughs> <laughs> but how many was there? Was it 32 on most films? 
Wasn't it 24? It was 32, like an extra special, okay. massive size So say size you get one. your pack of 24 and you've been on a two-week holiday in Spain or Greece or wherever, yeah. right? Two fucking weeks and you're like, right, here we go, lads. Here are the fucking photos back. Let's get them out. Two photos are good. <laughs> Gather round. Like, yeah. literally, like, 22 of your 24 photos that you've just paid through the nose to have developed are utter yeah. shite. Yeah, covered in Lampardi stickers from Boots. Too oh, lovely. I, I didn't even manage to get a picture of that Greek bird I managed to get off with on the third night. <laughs> I wanted to get... No, no one will believe it ever happened. No one will believe how fit she was. <laughs> Excuse no, me, lad. Too- I was a lovely snog. Do you mind if I quickly take your photograph? Just to remind <laughs> myself of you when I'm back home in Blighty. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do anything unsavoury while looking at it. I promise you that. Ah, uh, yeah, she didn't want me to because apparently the Greeks believe that a photograph will take their spirit away. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing. She told me that. It's like, that's what all Greeks are like. They won't let you take the photos. <laughs> my, funnily enough, my mate did go on a work trip to Athens and for some reason, I don't know why, he went down to the rough area. I can't remember why, but he'd actually researched what the rough area was where a lot of crime mm. went down he wanted to go and have a look at it look around so he strolled down there with his camera and he took a couple of photos i think of graffiti or something and yeah. as soon as he did that some sort of you know scooters gathered around when you're on the continent there's always some lads on scooters all gather around you aren't there that's the first sign of trouble yeah that's exactly it yeah right and he thought oh maybe people have taken exception it's like it was that fucking rough and dodgy like cameras were like a no-go or it's probably his phone, actually. I don't know why I'm saying camera. And uh, I said, so what happened? And he said, all of a sudden, this this big bloke just suddenly appeared from nowhere quite close to me and just whispered in my ear, leave now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've told me this one before, yeah. Leave now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and he just did. That's the thing. That doesn't... There doesn't even need to be any consequences planned at all. They can just do that because it's just getting in the head yeah. of the tourists, isn't it? Leave now. Let's just do that. Let's just see how that see what happens. Leave now. Leave now. It's two words. You only have to remember two English words for any tourist yeah. that comes poking their nose into our business. <laughs> Those words are leave now. now. They'll nine times out of ten, trust me, they'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah where we are yeah there's there's no need look race is recovered he's going to be okay and Vic Guthrie's there with a look at Vic Guthrie's angular face Jesus Christ um Guthrie says <laughs> more angular boss. with each passing frame <laughs> like God it's morphing sin. before your eyes and his fucking red hair easy nice like face yeah um as the referee blew for the free kick Blackie's taking a quick one and he has uh, on the edge of the box there no wall or anything uh, one of the defenders says huh what about race fuck race we're scoring a goal <laughs> fuck right right taking one for the team I'm putting this in what's this <laughs> and he does chips the keeper outside the box uh, keeper sprawlingly dives for it but not enough and shouts ah and it's there he's chipped the keeper 3-2 
This is confusing um, me, mate, because the keeper looks like fucking Roy. He does, doesn't he? I got completely fucked. He's wearing the same goalie kit. He's got the mm. same blonde hair. And I'm thinking, yeah. did Blackie just score an own goal? No. But no, Roy it was the other end. This Roy is, has red shorts. The red shorts of Melchester, I this think is, you'll find. Mate, this is skew being lazy again. It is, oh, yeah. Know, I've got to draw another fucking keeper. I'll just use the image. I'll, di- I'll just do the image I've already done of Roy, but I'll change the colour of the shorts. I'll just go up with a red in black. Easy. <laughs> He's a, he cover over any colour in black. Yeah, he's black is last the time painter's friend. That's what they t- taught me at art school. <laughs> <laughs> so then the full time whistle blew before the the game could be restarted. Roy still holding his head down the other end. What? What happened, Vic? Did did we? <laughs> Vic says yes, Roy. We won. Though I still can't believe it. Blackie clinched the points from a free kick. You'd think Roy would have realised for the sound of the crowd celebrating wildly, but maybe not. I don't know. Oh, he's disorientated. He's completely yeah. disorientated. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on at this stage. Well, this could be significant as Where to what later on. Yeah, this, is he concussed? It could be significant. Let's see. Um, it says, many fans were equally cynical about Rover's victory. Ugh. Um, and it's the Melchester fans walking away saying uh, luckiest three points they'll ever get you were robbed Red Stoke what the fuck you'd be fucking dancing with glee if your team had pulled off a 3-2 last minute victory like that wouldn't you they're disgusted by it was it not in the spirit of the game or something what's the matter with them fucking love it when uh, there's nothing better than a lucky win yeah better than the third fan don't you prefer winning like when you've been battered, but you nick a fucking goal, and oh, then yeah. you're just laughing rather than battering another team and just humiliating them four nil? Yeah. Jalapeno. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. As one of the fans there says, I still don't understand why Roy pulled off Charlie Carter. None of your fucking business, pal. That, You're not well, yeah. the manager of Melchester. You're and just also, a fucking spectator. Don't burden yourself with uh, like uh, a need to understand the decisions of others. It yeah. doesn't fucking matter to you. You're you're putting. You can't control that situation. And look at the look on his face. He's really disturbed. Like, I still don't understand. I need to understand. No, you don't need to understand. There's a lot of shit that goes closure. on. There's a lot of shit that goes on that that you you will never understand. But you don't need to. 
So that's not the way to approach football or life, mate. This is a commercial transaction. You've paid, let's say, £2.50 to Mm. enter the stadium where the football match has been played and your role is to observe and that's all. You can you can emote, you can cheer, you can even boo if you're not happy. But ultimately, your input is fucking irrelevant. So you don't need to understand why Roy pulled off Charlie Carter. They've won 3-2. Points are in the bag. Go home. Yeah, respect the points and fuck respect off. Respect the points. Go yeah. home and have your dinner and think about something else. Go home and watch fucking 3-2-1. Saturday <laughs> night, fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, say if you want fucking confusion and misunderstanding, watch three, two, one. Yeah. That'll blow your mind. Go on, watch fucking Dusty we'll, um, Bin. That'll I fucking we'll sort de- you not we'll, out. I think we'll be deep diving in episode of three, two, one at some point. Oh, so. we absolutely should. There's actually Limmy does a is um I watched uh you know he does a sort of quite a lot of like watch alongs on Twitch or YouTube oh, right, yeah. or whatever, and he yeah. does a great oh, has one. Has he done it already? He's done one episode of three, two, one. Okay. He, he he picks on one in particular because. Ted Rogers, there's a Scottish contestant and Ted Rogers <laughs> thinks it's perfectly legit to make a series of racist Scotsman oh, jokes. as they did back then, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like pissing themselves, but they're like, they're quite bad. They're like about Scottish people being stupid and tight and tight whatever, and like, yeah. just like loads of like awful things. And then they're yeah. all just laughing their heads off. And you think, this programme goes out in Scotland, you fucking mad <laughs> yeah. cunt. <laughs> That's how it was, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, anyway, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a three, two, one mm. deep dive. Um, of course, um, Janice Long, who recently passed away, was mm. a contestant on the first ever episode of Three. Oh, two, yeah, one. that got shared quite a lot after her death, didn't it? Yeah, with her husband, and uh, they won it. Uh, they won she a car. She was good, Janice Long, wasn't she? That was she a was sad brilliant, loss. Janice Long, yeah, really, really brilliant. She was kind of that kind of stepping stone towards the really obscure stuff that John Peel used to play. Yeah. If you were, if you were kind of, if you you wanted to look beyond chart pop, and you were start, starting to get into slightly weirder stuff, uh, Smiths maybe and things like that, Janice was your go-to. She was a conduit to Peel. Yeah. And they did grit. Yes, yeah, so I always called Janice my well. conduit. <laughs> Which uh, she didn't particularly like, but there you go. <laughs> I'm a man, she's a woman, there we are. Um, <laughs> that's how it was. So anyway, I still don't understand why Roy pulled off Charlie Carter. Shut up. Back in the the, the dressing room. Uh, Taffy, how is Charlie? Oh, he's drawn Taffy now, but just from the back. Uh, you need I'll nobody, him, Roy. I'll draw him, from the back. <laughs> You needn't have worried, Roy. There was no damage to his collarbone, but Charlie was a bit upset, and he uh, and uh, Sam Barlow interjects. Sam Barlow with his supergrass style hairstyle, <laughs> mutton chops. <laughs> he reminds me of Gaz Coombs. <laughs> Sam Barlow picks up the button and says, "He walked out in disgust." And I don't blame him, Roy. That was no way to treat a goalkeeper of Carter's reputation. Showdown. Um, where where is this? This is in the. It's in some sort. I was going to say this is this is outside room. the dressing room because there's a fucking red store player there. By the way, he's well. got a, he's got a couple of fellow directors behind him who both are looking like they're ready for, to, for a tear up. Now, lads, yeah. I'm going to go and confront Roy publicly. 
it could get violent. So I need you two there to back me up. If it kicks off, right, then I'll get him down and then you stick the fucking boot in on the con. <laughs> you pin him down, I'll bite his ear off. <laughs> Did that with the last fella. Worked a treat. He hasn't worked in football since. One ear con. <laughs> You can't manage a football club with one ear. Everyone knows that. No respect for the players. I finished him, and Roy knows I can finish him as well. I'll bite. That's the thing. I'll bite any cunt's ear off. I don't How give do you a think fuck. I acquired this club? I'm Sam Barlow. I'll bite your ear off. Got it on my business cards. <laughs> Sam the Biter Barlow. <laughs> Call me. I'll bite so, your ear off as soon as look at you. Soon as I meet you, soon as I meet any cunt, I'm looking at their ears and sizing them up for my lunch. Because I know the time will come eventually <laughs> when that ear needs to come off. <laughs> Go in my fucking guts. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't just bite them off, I eat them right in front of them. Then I Delicious. shit them out whole. <laughs> you can't digest an ear, did you know that? <laughs> Once my gods have stripped hole. them of their valuable nutrients, they come out the of my arse. <laughs> Hanging out of the turd. <laughs> like an ear of the turd. <laughs> like that mouse. You know, the one they grew a fucking ear on the back of. Like that, but a turd instead of a mouse. <laughs> Did you see where there's a fellow in Brazil being given a pig heart? I know. I, I can't brilliant. tell you how excited and fascinated my son is by this news story. It was like he babbling at me in the morning. It just fucking babble, 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 babble. And I, I find it hard to focus on what he's saying for the first like hour of the day because he just goes like a fucking machine gun, right? And in the middle of him babbling on about something or other, yeah. and I'm like sort of stumbling about the kitchen trying to make some coffee, suddenly on the news, on the radio, they go, a man has been given a pig's heart. And it was like a record scratch. Len just shut up. There was silence in the air while they could. And he went, <laughs> yeah. a man has been given a pig's heart. And I was like, yeah, that's right. You heard that right, son. And he came back from school that day. It had been the talk of the playground, right? As soon yeah, as his sister got in from school, it's the first thing she came through the door. A man got a pig's heart! <laughs> but he, he is almost 100% convinced that this will mean that he becomes like a superhero called Pigman. Right. He doesn't, Pigman. he's not yeah. being far-fetched. He thinks that's the way it works. He thinks, well, he geez, he's, got pig -like a, qualities. he's got a fucking yeah. pig's heart. He's going to start being a pig <clears throat> now, isn't he? He'll start eating out of a trough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what would Pigman's abilities be? Rolling around in shit and such like. Pretty much. Um, but we digress. So, there, yeah. Sam Barlow and the two directors. And then we've got a great frame with just their three heads together. All of them mouthing their grievances at one. To Roy, it says the uh, the Rovers chairman and his directors went on engulfing Roy with their complaints. That's a great ah! I'm feeling extremely engulfed here. <laughs> Sam says, you should, have, you should have let Taffy have a look at him first instead of bringing on Mervyn Wallace and putting yourself in goal, says the other one. The third one says, Wallace is a midfield player anyway, not a winger. Fucking <laughs> oh, Fucking who are they, these they, cunts? They, they, these are proper gammons as well, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they're like yeah. ruddy-faced old cunts. 
Is it just... from the days when football clubs were owned by local butchers or <laughs> car second-hand car salesmen and things like that? The, the people in control people of football in these days, to our young eyes, when was when you saw an FA Cup draw. And the FA Cup draw they did the other day, who was it doing it? A couple of footballers, I think. Um, and now they make it try and make it entertaining, sexy and glamorous. It was always Bert Millichip and fucking Graham Kelly. And they were the yeah. two worst, like, they, you could almost smell the flatulence through the television screen when you watched them. Like, they yeah. smelled of gravy and flatulence, didn't they? Yeah. And also, do you think they just exploit their position like, I will be doing the draw? Mm-hmm. Mm, completely. Anyway, but then they, after these a few guys years, are very much cut from that cloth, aren't they? Like they look like a sort of a a hybrid of Miller Chip and Kelly. Yeah. After after a few years, Graham Kelly started to grow in stature and ego, let's say, and he yeah. had his hair in more of a bouffant style, whereas before it was just like sort of combed down and flat, and <laughs> yeah. he, he bouffanted his hair because he and was he on the telly more often. He had the most boring voice in the whole <laughs> it world. Did. <laughs> Number four, yeah. Stoke City will play <laughs> number 21, Luton Town. <laughs> I thought it was a fucking joke. <laughs> and he said, no, he's a real... It was like, all we, we had. Should, we didn't know any better. We should deep dive those we, cunts. They were like Britain's answer to Statler and Waldorf, deep weren't dive, they? Deep dive the, FA, the 1983 FA Cup third round draw. <laughs> yes, let's do that as a history box. Let's do it as a history okay. box. Okay. That'd be brilliant. I'm, I'm just going to find one now and keep the tab open so I don't forget. It's got to be Millichip and Kelly because also we can find out a little bit about their backgrounds. Like, how did they fucking achieve those that status anyway? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, a few FA, there's not very many FA Cup draws on, on there, but I'll find one. Don't worry. There's the one where Rod Stewart did it pissed. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that the other day. Someone draw. shared that the other day. That's funny. I mean, that's probably worthy of a history box in itself. But, it could be. But, yeah, these 80s ones. I just, uh, I, I, get, I know I'm getting angry, but I do get angry and I think about them. You know, the way that people like that found themselves into positions of such fucking power and authority. I yeah. mean, they still do, of course. In those days in particular, though, no one asking questions. So, a couple of fucking morons. Well, I mean, was it? yeah, but there was these jumped up fucking busybodies, weren't there? Yeah. How did they get there? Were either of them from football or were they just, as you speculate, butchers? We're both butchers. They they weren't club owners. The club owners were generally butchers. They'll have worked their way up through, like, county FAs and been on committees and things like that. Oh, my God. These people are professional lampards, really, aren't they? Yeah. That's basically what they were. Rule followers, rule creators. The sort of people you saw on that, what you know, that Parish County video that went viral last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly that. Those sorts exactly of that, cunts. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> anyway, so they've given Roy both barrels, which is incredible, since they've just won the match. And Roy blasts back. He says, hold it! Yeah, there's what? Lots of eyes and a T on the end. eyes and a T at the end. God grief, the way you're going on, anyone would think that we had lost the game. I did what I thought best for Charlie and the team. Suppose Charlie had damaged his collarbone. Well, I've just played devil's advocate at this point. For instance. Uh, (laughs) If I'd allowed him to play on, he might have broken it again. 
And you seem to forget the two of our goals were set up by Mervyn Wallace. You and seem that's to forget from... is a great thing to check into an <laughs> argument, isn't it? It's yeah. up there. It's with those phrases, old school, like argument phrases, like in your toolkit is you seem to forget and also for your information. <laughs> yeah. It's almost going to end with the next question. Yeah. Next question. But, he says, if you don't like it, run your t- run the team yourself. Everyone seems to want to be manager these <laughs> you days. You fucking do it. And he storms off with the goalkeeper's shirt on with the number one on the back. And Sam Baller says, Roy, where are you going? Fucking Sam Baller I'm going to the feathers to get fucking smashed. And then I'm going to fucking call up the, that cop from Walford. He's surprised that Roy stormed off like this. The guy yeah. mob handed, criticised him. In front of after everyone. A win. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, look, Sam Barlow is literally taken aback. His body motion, his body language, he's just like moving back. What? Can I just, mate, just briefly rewind a couple of frames, right? And see when yeah. they, he suddenly blasts back at them and says, hold it. And it's the three yeah. cunty directors who we've just been talking about. Have you noticed? How Duncan Mackay sort of popped up in the background. Yeah. He's been drawn over to all the commotion, hasn't he? He's just <laughs> like, hey, here? what's all this? <laughs> I heard a commotion. Who took it right? The other three are what you would describe as wide-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> Stunned by this hairdryer blast from Roy. And Mackay's going, hey, this is good. This is good. <laughs> He's still got the fire in his belly. I like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of men, as they get older, become jaded. They lose that spark, that anger that drives them. Not Roy. Look at him go. I tell you what, I'm getting a semi here. This, this is, is one very of the great good. moments of my career, and I'm not even involved directly. <laughs> Roy, you just say the word, and I'll go into action. You know what I mean. So Roy stomps off and he goes into his office. It says, shaking with fury and indignation. Some great words in this week's mm. issue. We've had engulfing and now we've got indignation. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, Roy stormed into his office and locked the door behind him. Uh, is that someone's bagging on the door? It could be Duncan Mackay wanting to stay involved, but I think it's, it's Sam Barlow. Roy! Roy! Bang, 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 bang. And Roy's thinking, look at his fucking serious face. That does it. They've tried to tell me how to run the team once too often. And there he's staring over at his red telephone, which looks a bit like Batman's bat phone, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and he has a think, and he's got a, a very serious face. It's time I made that telephone call to the chairman of Walford Rovers. <gasps> I'm no. going to fucking cash in my chips. Yeah. Always know when to quit. <laughs> always leave them wanting more you gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them and I'm about to fucking hold them no fold them I don't know what I'm gonna do but thank I tell you, you what I'm gonna fucking go to Walford <laughs> thank you very much for that sage advice Mr Kenny Rogers <laughs> I don't know what that means but all I do know is it's time to take the big check <laughs> Mr K Rogers Esquire <laughs> the gambler <laughs> or as I call him the governor <laughs> so there it is he's going to make that call to Walford fuck and it says underneath could it be Roy of another Rovers see you next week <laughs> <laughs>
Whoa. Surely not. Surely not. Mark says this is really exciting because I have no recollection of this storyline from oh, reading it in the eighties. Traumatized and me so really. much that's going to go. I just can't wait to see what Penny says. And I don't know where Walford is. Like they're going to have to move, presumably. This traumatized me greatly when it happened. Um, no spoilers, obviously. I'm giving this a ten. It's oh, fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's a ten as well from me. It is. So I bet you can't wait for the next episode. I know I can't. No, I can't. Um, but you're going to have to wait a week for it. Unless you're listening to these on catch-up, in which case it might be ready now. Unless you get um, our secretive invite-only <laughs> turbo fire shot, which means that if you want, we will record them and give them to you before, like, we'll give you one, like, before it's even due out. We we would have recorded the next episode before this one. We will record to order 200 quid. <laughs> so there we go jot we down a subject send it to us a 200 quid we'll do a podcast all about it about yeah <laughs> yeah right that's it from us thanks very much back next week goodbye goodbye <laughs>